Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ease into Retirement podcast this week. I'm Tom Mosley, your host, and I promise you each week, if you'll give me 15 minutes, I'll do my best to build your financial knowledge. This is podcast number 12. If you've missed the first 11, go back and try to catch them. We started off by introducing podcasts, and we've talked about a number of subjects. Today, we're going to talk about a subject nobody likes to talk about, but everybody's got to address at this time of the year, and it's taxes. Now, as I tell you often, you need to remember that anything I say on this podcast is not meant for specific tax, legal, or investment advice for your in your and your situation. That has to be arrived and decided when you sit down with either me, if I'm your advisor, or your advisor to make sure you're making the right decision, whether it's tax, legal, investment, whatever you're doing, you want to make sure you're doing the right thing for you. But what I am going to do today is I saw a great article in Kiplinger Magazine, and it's basically how 10 types of retirement income gets taxed. Now, a lot of people are interested in that at this time of the year because you've just recently done your taxes or you're about to do your taxes, and that season is upon us, and you need to realize that not all retirement income or income you've set aside for retirement is created equally. Equally, One of my favorite stories is when I was teaching this class, this four-hour class that I teach on college campuses, and I was teaching it about six or seven years ago. Little lady was sitting on the right side, my right, her left, facing the audience, and she was sitting behind a little table there. And I simply threw out that if you've got $400,000 in a 401k, it's not all your money. And I really thought I was going to lose my life. I thought she was going to jump over the table and beat me up because she, she, she said, what do you mean it's not all my money? And she didn't have 400000 She said, I don't have 400000 but I've got $357,491.16 this morning. I mean, she knew to the penny. And she said, my employer never matched and never gave me anything for my 401k. It's all money that I put in there. And the growth off of that, it's all my money. And as I've always said, what I was trying to stress to her, she's got an aunt and an uncle, Uncle Sam and Aunt Iris, I-R-S is the way she spells her name. And when she goes to take that money out, or even if she doesn't need the money and she gets to 72 and she starts to take the money out, guess what? She's going to realize that that 400000 or whatever it's grown to by that point, by that time, that 400000 or so is not all her money, but the IRS and Uncle Sam are going to take their share of it. So let's jump into the list. And I, I want to remind you, it's not legal and it's not tax legal investment advice specifically for you. Make sure and talk to your accountant, your CPA, your financial advisor, your, your estate attorney before you would do anything like this and make sure that you do the right thing. I'm just going to rattle through these 10 things. By the way, Kiplinger Magazine, good magazine. Um, still, it runs the risk sometimes of a lot of times, like some of the money magazines, they'll have a great article about a certain brokerage house. And then, wow, you look across the page and there's a full page ad taken out by that brokerage house. So you wonder if they're 
just really being straight, forthright, giving you all the information because they're promoting sometimes some of the people who, who take out ads in their magazines. Could be a conflict of interest. Kiplinger's pretty good. It's pretty straightforward. Some good articles there. If you're looking for a magazine that you might want to learn something from, just like this article, you might want to check out Kiplinger. So let's just rattle through these things pretty quickly here. Number one, in retirement, retirement income, one of the big, biggest vehicles that are out there are two of the biggest vehicles that are out here, and they're pretty much treated the same because they're what's called qualified money, but it's, number one is traditional IRAs, traditional IRAs and 401ks. Now, a lot of people have those. I would say probably 75, 80%, maybe more of people of the people who come into us have those. Now, those things have been great until now because you put your money in there and when you're working, you actually don't have to pay tax on anything that you put in there. It lowers your tax basis when you're working. But guess what? When you start taking money out of an IRA or a 401k, then that comes out as regular income. And so, you know, if you know anything about taxes, you've got the tax brackets. And if you're pushing to the top and other things that you've earned in tax brackets and you take 20,000 that pushes you into a out of an IRA or a 401k and that pushes you into a higher tax bracket, it could cause you to pay more tax and not only more tax, but more tax at a higher rate. So they're taxed traditional IRAs, 401ks are taxed at regular income. Now, Let's talk about the darling, the Roth IRAs. That's R-O-T-H IRAs. Well, it's a, it's a bad news, good news situation. The bad news is when you put money into a Roth, you did not get a tax break. You paid tax on it before it went into the Roth. But the good news is the growth within that Roth and the money coming out of that Roth in your lifetime is not taxable. And the money coming out of that Roth in your spouse's lifetime, if you're married and you leave it to your spouse, it's not taxable. And when the second one of you passes away, if you're married or just if you, if you're single and you have a Roth, it passes to your beneficiary and it's not taxable when they take it out. So exactly opposite of the IRA and the 401k, the Roth, you don't, you do pay tax before it goes in, but you never pay tax on that again cool deal. Let's talk about Social Security. I, I heard one time on one of those big vinyl records, Franklin Delano Roosevelt saying, if you pass Social Security, it will never ever be taxed. And that was one of the real planks he used to get Social Security taxed. And that was in the middle 30s. And that lasted for almost 50 years until 1983. And in 1983, they started taxing Social Security. And it's a real convoluted uh, way they put together how you're taxed on Social Security. Maybe we'll do a separate podcast on that sometime, but it's called provisional income. And just to run through it, they take half of what you're getting from Social Security. They add anything you make from a job or earned income. They add your dividends and capital gains, and they add anything you get from your tax-free uh, investments like muni bonds. Yes, muni bonds. We'll talk about those a little bit later. They add that up, half your social, all your income, tax, capital gains and dividends, and all of your taxable, tax-free 
uh, money that you make. They add all of that together. That's your provisional income. And they've got different amounts when you're single and different amounts when you're married filing jointly and they start taxing you. And then you pay on that at that level. It's 50% for both of them for a while. And then bingo, when you hit another level, it goes to 85% of your social security money is taxable. So all of your social security is not taxable, but it could be as much as 85% of it is taxable. Again, consult with your financial advisor or your accountant to see how you're getting taxed on your social security. And it's taxed at regular income. Pensions. Most pensions, really simple, are taxed as regular income. A pension is basically an annuity either by the company or the annuity is subbed it out to an insurance company and it's a corporate annuity that pays you an income for the rest of your life. That income comes to you and in most cases it's taxable as regular income. So let's, re let's review. Traditional IRAs and 401ks is number one. Roth IRAs, number two. Social Security, number three. Pensions, number four. Number five, stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. Now, what we're talking about here is stocks, bonds, and mutual funds that are not inside of an IRA or not inside of a 401k. They're in what you might call a brokerage account. Well, if you hold those stocks, bonds, mutual funds, this is a general overview here. If you hold those less than a year, then and you sell them and you've had a gain, it comes out as a short-term capital gain and a short-term capital gain is taxed at regular income. It adds to your income for that year. If you've held the stock, the bond, or the mutual fund more than a year, then it comes out as a long-term capital gain and it's taxed at the long-term capital gains rates. Now, some of those up to around $80,000 are zero. I like that. That's my favorite tax rate. And some of those from 80,000 up to around 500,000, it, it's 15% right now. It may change, but then after 500,000 of total income, it goes to 20%. So stocks, bonds, and mutual funds comes out either as regular income, if you sell them and you've had a gain in less than a year, or it comes out as capital gains if you've held them more than a year. Annuities. Well, a lot of times an annuity depends on whether it's held as an IRA, which an annuity can be. If it's pre-tax money when it goes in, like if it came out of your 401k, then every penny that comes out of the annuity is taxable at regular income. If it's non-qualified, in other words, you already paid the tax on the money and it went into the annuity, then that comes out in a mixed way of some of it you don't pay tax on it at all. That's your basis, what you put into it, and, and the growth of it comes out as regular income. Hey, folks, thank you for listening to today's episode of the Ease into Retirement podcast with Tom Mosley. Just a quick reminder that if anything you've heard so far today has hit home for you, maybe it's something you're dealing with, maybe it's just something you want to learn a little bit more about, there will be a complimentary downloadable giveaway on Tom's website specifically prepared for this week's episode that you should check out. Just go to easepodcast.com. That's E-A-S-E-podcast.com. Click the button with the title of this week's episode and get your copy today. Now I'll throw it back to Tom. All right, number seven, dividends. That's when 
you buy that dividend producing stock or bond and it comes out and it pays you a quarterly or a monthly or every six months or every year, you get a check in the mail. I had one lady, she was getting a check for $8.70 every quarter off of a dividend paying stock that she had. Well, that dividend comes out in most cases if it's non-qualified. In other words, it's not in an IRA or it's not in a 401k. That dividend comes out as regular income. Municipal bonds. Now, municipal bonds generally, generally are not taxable straight up front. I've already told you that they're included in calculating your provisional income for Social Security. But most of the time, municipal bonds don't have federal or state tax, but I said the key word was most of the time. You need to check out, number one, the specific municipal bond you're invested in, and number two, the specific state you live in, because that's what determines municipal bonds. All right, let's move to number nine. CDs, savings accounts, money markets, interest-bearing checking accounts. I call them bubblegum money because if you've got a lot of money in those, usually each month they'll pay you enough money that you can go to a bubblegum machine and put in a quarter and you can buy bubblegum. But whatever they pay you, you might, have, you might have been at Wells Fargo with your banking and you might have had a CD or a savings account, a money market or an interest-bearing checking account. And you might have got a 1099 this year. And it, what? It was for $4.28. Well, the way I calculate it, $4.28 at 25 cents for a piece of bubble gum, you can buy 17 pieces of bubble gum and share that with your grandkids. But whatever you make off of those comes out and is treated as regular income. Now we get to the last one. A lot of people who are in retirement through the years, especially if they are a little bit older, they've had savings bonds. And generally, savings, and again, this is a mix here, but generally savings bonds are taxed whenever they're redeemed. Now, you could have, um, you know, an HH bond, which, which annually pays out, and that's exempt from some taxes. You need to check out your state, your local, and then you need to check out how, how things are taxed in your municipality. But generally, savings bonds, the growth on them, is taxed when the bonds mature or either they're sold and whatever gain you've had, you're generally paid. Let me go over so you make sure and you, you got all 10 that we talked about. I won't go into how they're taxed again, but we talked about traditional IRAs and 401ks. That was number one. Roths, number two, Roth IRAs. Social Security, number three. Pensions are number four. Stocks, bonds, and municipal funds, mutual funds are number five. Annuities, number six. Dividends, number seven. Muni bonds, number eight. CDs, savings accounts, money markets, bank accounts, number nine. And savings bonds, number 10. Hey, just trying to give you some information. You might, two of those affect me. Well, good. You, you might have learned something. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend. Tell them about us. Tell them that we're giving out information like this. We're really into educating our clients, not just letting them follow us around, especially during the time we're in right now where it's hard to gather people and it's hard to meet with people in groups like we normally do on a monthly basis in our office here, in our, in our training room 
room. Share this podcast. Tell your friends about us. We are open to taking new people and working with new people right now. Let us know how you feel. You can call us 714-421-4288. You can email me at tom at easeintoretirement.com. If you got a question, make sure and get that to me. Until next time, this has been the Ease Into Retirement Podcast. I'm Tom Mosley, your host, and I promise you that if you will listen to us week in and week out, we will do our best to increase your financial knowledge 15 minutes at a time. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Mosley Insurance and Financial Services are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities, or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mosley Insurance and Financial Services is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mosley Insurance and Financial Services. A Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA.